Mama Sherman and the Legion of Superfans. No sign of them yet? Keep looking! Their mission to get Richard Sherman is Campbell's Chunky Soup. expect him to be coming that soon with the deep voice all right what's up everyone welcome to week five of fantasy football i am here joined by i guess for this week my co-host uh jordan valentin um hello everybody yeah i got the Uh, i got the bump up i'm a full-time employee now uh waiting for my you know nike adidas sponsorships uh you know I just got a sponsorship from uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade for about $5. I actually had to pay them. Uh, so, yeah, you know, big news coming in. Yeah, Jordan is a full-time employee for this week only, I believe. Uh, you get the benefits now of being a host, which is pretty much nothing. <laughs> yeah, it feels good, you know. My, I got, like, the benefit of upgrading my chair, so the left arm actually fell off. So, you know, big upgrade, pretty nice, liking my spot. Yeah, so uh, Noah is feeling a little bit under the weather, so me and Jordan are going to try not to ruin it. Um, which yeah, is luck. Part, and you guys are going to do great. <laughs> yeah, uh, Noah. Noah's actually here. He's just uh, lingering behind us creepily. Uh, but yeah, it was an interesting week. Um, I mean, we can get into matchups a little bit later, but I believe there was a shakeup here and there. Um, I guess we could get right into the power rankings. So, as usual, we'll start with our 10th spot. And I'm not going to lie, I had a few shakeups in my power rankings this week. Uh, may cause some controversy. Yeah. So yeah. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so starting at number ten, uh, Jordan, who do you have at number ten? Yeah. So yeah, I'll tell you. I'll be completely frank. I uh, wrote these power rankings about two minutes ago, and I did it really without looking at any of your teams. Uh, so number ten, it's going to be the same. Vin, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, Jane Lynch. <laughs> is that who that is? <laughs> hey, she's the new host. Uh, who's your number 10? All right, so I uh, actually shifted what I believe was my number 8 or 9. Uh, my number 8 from last week got shifted down to 10. Uh, that would be Umberto. Oh. Uh, I feel like... I never give Umberto the benefit of the doubt, and I always just push him down when I need to push people up. But uh, he did score a demonic 66.6 points last week. So he was, like you said, the weakest link. Um, uh, You know, he had an improvement to his roster in Joshua Kelly with Austin Eckler coming out of the game, sadly. Uh, 
possibly for uh, four to six weeks. I think it was also a similar injury to McCaffrey. Seems like it's. I I heard even longer. I heard six to eight because uh, he's really? dealing with uh, a pretty bad hamstring injury. I'm sure. Oh, you know, and the ankle. Samad could probably tell us better, but apparently, uh, when you injure like your hamstring the lower you get the worse it gets and his was apparently like very very close to the knee um which is like basically your lowest point of the hamstring so apparently that's more severe well i'm glad we have a uh med student i know nothing Uh, don't trust (laughs) (laughs) no i'm saying it was a good analysis um see he's out for a while which makes joshua kelly for now the lead back so Definitely a great upgrade to Umberto's team, but Umberto lost Nick Chubb uh, in what seems like a trend of people losing their first round picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Nick Chubb, I believe, is out for six weeks. Uh, I would rather have a, hel- a healthy Chubb than uh, a healthy Joshua Kelly. So yeah. I would say overall, <laughs> overall, his team got worse there. Um, as far as, uh, some other members of his team go, uh, Gallup, he seems to be, uh, kind of like, I, I believe he's pretty much the third option on that team behind CD. CD, mm-hmm. I think really bumped himself up. Yeah. Uh, but then again, Justin Jefferson is looking like a great, adi- you know, he, he he's the new Stefan Diggs essentially on the Yeah. Viking. Yeah. Justin Jefferson's looking really good. Michael Gallup, you know. He's looking like a record player, right? They decided to transition. Now they're using more CD. So, uh, it's not... (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, I don't think he's going to be the number three option. Maybe even, like, the number four option, right? They have that random guy that's been getting more uh, receptions than him. Not Dalton Schultz, the, like, third wide receiver. Well, I don't even know his name is. Yeah, Dalton Schultz, yeah. Um, so he's got a good, a good cast of wide receivers. Um, nothing, nothing crazy good there, but all, you know, talented. They can get your points. Uh, now running back, that's where he gets into, uh, some more issues. I think that's kind of what bumped him down for me. So I don't know that that's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So I have Umberto, uh, a little bit higher. I have him at number eight. Um, so still not great, but, uh, I'm a little bit higher on his team for some reason. I don't know (laughs) what that reason is. Uh, but I think his weakest link is just running backs. The rest of the team looks pretty strong to me, at least the starting lineup. Um, so I think he did fall three spots from my last week, but Mm. overall, I think his team is still stronger than Vince and the person that I have at nine. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't love it to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, anytime you got to start James White as your uh, running back to yeah. in a good spot. Um, all right. That was my number 10. Do you want to talk about yeah. Vin now or later? I'll talk about Vin later once you bring him up. So I'll just go to number nine. So my number nine, uh, I believe, is at the no one spot down, which is going to be Simonia. 
this team is, uh, it seems like very hit or miss. Um, yeah, you know, definitely. They'll score 60 points one week and then 160 the next week and then come right back and score 80 points. So to me, it's, I think it's, this team's probably going to balance itself out towards that like bottom three for me. You know, Michael Thomas still is going to be coming back. So that's a boost to this team. But running backs, I really don't love here. Naeem Hines, I guess, is like the second best one. But Zach Moss, I don't trust. Uh, Leonard Fournette, I definitely don't trust. And then Miles Sanders, I actually really like. And DJ Moore, I think he's been pretty much a big disappointment this year because Teddy Bridgewater seems to like Robbie Anderson over him. He's got the jet connection. Uh, And then (laughs) Stephon Diggs, Darren Waller have both been great, but... And Cam Newton, you know, when he comes back, I think is going to fill right back into that role he's been in. Yeah, he's been doing great. But it's- I mean, you know, we've been talking about their uh, having, you know, two of the top QBs on their mm-hmm. team. Um, you know, they're trying to, they were trying to trade one away, but it looks like they made the right decision keeping both because, you know, they really didn't take a hit from Cam getting COVID, which is which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and this year is especially important with that, right? Players are dropping like flies, both with injuries yeah. and COVID. But, yeah, other other than, you know, the quarterback's play, which is probably their strongest part of their team, and, you know, the stud that is Stephon Diggs uh, and Darren Waller. Other than that, it's just, like, especially Miles Sanders has been underperforming. I don't think I can trust this team, and I don't think... Samad and Sonia can either, and their scores have been reflecting that. Right. I mean, I think Miles Sanders has better days ahead of him. Oh yeah. Uh, especially once their, uh, yeah, once their uh, wide receiver core is a bit better, once they're a bit healthier, hopefully mm-hmm. things start clicking. Miles Sanders seems like the most reliable part of that offense. So yeah, yeah I think I yeah you know, I don't I don't have uh, a bad outlook on his future, but as far as Fournette. First of all, they made the uh, bold decision of starting him this week, uh, and it didn't work out that great. Um, but just to look at past performances he's had, um, against Denver, he only managed 15 yards on seven attempts, and I believe Derrick Henry and James Conner had over 100 yards against them. I mean, I don't think anyone is saying he's a Derrick Henry <laughs> or James Conner, but... yeah. But, you know, that's a very bad performance. Mm-hmm. So uh, just overall confidence in him after leaving the Jaguars has gone very low. Yeah. I do want to just touch on, I do think Miles Sanders is going to be great, right? I haven't been Dynasty, so I really like mm-hmm. Miles Sanders. But uh, just in terms of what he's been doing so far, he's uh, underperforming based on, like, where he was drafted, kind of. I mean, he's still averaging 13 points a game, which is good. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, I've I've heard from people on his team he can run for miles, so he <laughs> should be fine. Yeah. So who, do you, <laughs> who do you have at number nine? <laughs> uh, number nine, I actually also have so mad. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe they haven't moved from last week, so you know, nothing, nothing's really changed on their team. It's just not a great outlook. Uh, so we could probably move on to number eight, 
Yeah, um, so I, I hit on my number eight, so uh, your number eight is up. Oh, that's right. Um, So I'm pretty sure this is the first time this team has entered the bottom three for me. Uh, it's usually been a pretty constant rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Vin, if you're listening, yes, I haven't mentioned your name yet. <laughs> and I still won't mention it because it's actually Steve. Ooh. Yeah, I had to move uh, Steve down a little bit. One of the main reasons we've we've spoken about about depth already. We've had COVID scares, we've had injuries, and we haven't even really hit any bye weeks. Uh, you could include the forced COVID bye week, but you know, we're getting into a span of time where we may have multiple teams not playing. So <laughs> now more than ever, depth is important, and. Steve's running back to is Rex Burkhead. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not good. It, that's a huge downgrade from Austin Eckler. Uh, and, I, yeah, he I think he just straight up got rid of Frank Gore, which I don't blame him. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, he, may, he may only have two healthy running backs on his team and one startable one. So that was the main reason he was dropped so low on my ranking. Um, Ridley, I, I don't think I would have too big of a concern about his goose egg in week four. Uh, I think he might be suffering from Will Fuller's disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have a really talented wide receiver next to you, you do fantastic. A lot of the times outscore them, but once they're gone, you struggle a bit. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't fret too much about him, but he's not going to be putting up the same numbers he did at the beginning of the season, at least for now. Um, you know, like I said, I really like his uh, his wide receivers, but his running backs are too bad for me to to put him any higher. Yeah, so I have Steve a little bit higher, so I'll talk about him in a bit later. But uh, I'm not as concerned with Calvin Ridley. From what I understood, you know, I'll make excuses for him. You know, he was having a bad ankle, I think it was. So, you know, uh, it was thought that maybe, you know, he couldn't really have that separation from his player, uh, from his whoever, whoever was playing on defense. I don't know, defensive players. Um, because, <laughs> yeah, because of that, that uh, you know, injury that he was having. So, you know, maybe I'll give, you know, get, give Calvin Ridley the benefit of the doubt and say he'll he'll probably return back to, Maybe not number one, but you know, top ten. Oh yeah, like I wasn't saying I have concerns about his, you know, playability in the future. I, you know, I don't think anyone should overreact from the performance he had, but I just think so long as uh, Julio is out and defenses aren't targeting him, I think Calvin really is just going to have a little worse of a time. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could agree with that. I do think Calvin Ridley is a really good wide receiver, though, no matter what. Oh um, yeah, he's very talented. But now, moving on, I'll touch about Steve in a second. And I have number seven. I I mean, he's not here to defend himself, but I have one of our co-hosts. At the lowest he's been Whoa. so far, I have Wait. Brad. No, I have Noah. <laughs> I have Noah. He's my number seven coming in. Uh <laughs> I actually don't know if I feel great about the. I think I could probably make a case for him to be a little bit higher, uh, especially you know with uh, Steve's depth. Uh, like you were saying, I think 
at this point, it looks like the Titans are breaking every single rule possible that they've been given <laughs> about COVID, right? They were caught practicing when they shouldn't be. Like 14 players have COVID. So at this point, I think the NFL was thinking of forfeiting them. Uh, and if that turns out to be the case, and they have Wait, to... Wait, for real? Like, honestly? Yeah. Like, oh, they, they were, were joking. Wow. No, they were thinking of, like, forfeiting them against the Bills. Uh, I don't think they ended up choosing that route as long as they don't have any more positive cases this week. Right. So, I mean, it's not looking great, and I don't trust the Titans because, like, they're, you know, it seems like they're, you know, that guy for the for the NFL season this year. <laughs> uh, but number seven, yeah, I'm not talking about Steve's team. I'm talking about Noah's team. I, uh, I honestly only see two players here that I really like. And that's Tyreek Hill and Josh Jacobs. Joe Burrow, I think, is good. Um, so he'll, you know, he's a fine streamer. David Johnson, I didn't really trust before, and now he almost split the share, uh, the snaps in the backfield with Duke Johnson. So yeah, me and me and Noah were watching the game, and there were some, uh, yeah, you know, third third and long plays, or not even third and long, like more. You know, something you could punch in with a running back, but, you know, they were getting short on downs, and they were giving it to Duke Johnson. Yeah. Uh, they got rid of the number one receiver, <laughs> and actually, I, I checked it out. It, out of all the teams in the NFL, the Texans have the lowest rushing yards per game. <laughs> Traded away the best, I think, the best wide receiver in the league for a running back just to put up the worst running numbers out of anyone like it, it i don't know it, it's crazy but yeah. i mean it you know, could be that that team's just hot trash right now uh houston's <laughs> not looking good so maybe yeah. it'll start to click a little bit too as they you know get better um but yeah. right now I'm, I'm not liking it yeah i mean they got rid of o'brien so hopefully <laughs> no hopefully things get better <laughs> <laughs> no one muted himself he's I here to speak I, you said I'm not here to defend myself. I have nothing to defend. I put myself at seven last week. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Carry on. Well, I I just didn't want you to speak <laughs> because you're, <laughs> because you're sick. Not not that <laughs> that sounds like For the record, I I am healthy. My throat is just a little sore. So you guys are doing great. Thank you. Uh, all right. So back to Noah's trash team. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean. I, I don't have Noah ranked at seven. I have him ranked just one spot higher at six. Um, but I agree with a lot you're saying. I mean, I think Jamison don't don't think I'm crazy, but I think Jamison Crowder could put up decent numbers um, as the team gets a little bit healthier. You know, everyone knows he's probably going to get the majority of the passes now. Hopefully, once Le'Veon comes in, maybe he'll have a better pass catching role. You know, there will be a little more. Uh, more ability for the pass catching, but but I think yeah, Crowder so. is is going to be good. Uh, <laughs> Brad, don't quote what, me on what that. If I told you that there's one man on this team who's in Noah's flex spot that you were just talking about. That is in terms of average points per game, scoring higher than everybody else on the team, and that's Jamison Crowder. At the current uh, moment, you know what? Then quote me on it. <laughs> at the current moment, he's only played two games, so I don't know, you know, if it's really saying too much. It's not a huge sample size. 
but he is outscoring everybody except Joe Burrow, which I would really hope he's not outscoring Joe Burrow. <laughs> but yeah. So that, you know, a little bit shocking there, but Jameson Crowder is a target machine. So I think in terms of that, he's going to do fine. But I think it's, uh, you know, like, I, w- I don't like, you know, I wouldn't like it if in my situation I have a team with Tyreek Hill and Odell Beckham. And, I mean, Tyreek Hill is actually, I'll take him out of this. But yeah, he's... a team with all this wide receiver depth and currently, like, Jamison Crowder is outperforming all of them. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that will stand for too long. And I think Odell might be back a little bit, hopefully, you know, for Noah's sake. But we'll see. And DJ Chark is looking like he's getting back there. Yeah, I I definitely have faith in DJ Chark moving forward. Um, but as far as Josh Jacobs... He's been putting up somewhat bad numbers. You know, he's he's Noah's first rounder. So, I mean, just the fact that he's healthy makes it a good investment. But, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I don't even know if you could really say it's matchup-based. Um, like, against the Bills. Um, let, me, let me check his stats against the Bills. Hold on. How's everyone doing? It's uh, 15 <laughs> carries for 48 yards and three receptions for 25 yards, no touchdowns. So I would consider that to be a bad week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Bills <laughs> gave up 114 yards to Malcolm Brown and gave up a score. Yeah. I Not, not to say Malcolm Brown is mm-hmm. like a horrible player, but... Josh Jacobs should be doing better than him. Yeah, I'm not as concerned. I mean, one, bad games do happen, and two, I think it was a negative game script. But the man has touched the ball like on an average like 20-something times each game. So I'm not too concerned because the volume's still there. And like when you're given that volume, you're going to, you know, as long as you're not, uh, I was going to say Mike Davis, but that's not even the case. As long as you're not awful, I can't even think of a player. Uh, you know, you're you're going to thrive in that role, and sometimes you are going to have bad games. So I think that's just been a little bit of the case. I still think Josh Jacobs is a top ten running back. I don't at coming into the season, I kind of thought he would be a top five. I don't, I would not put him there, but right. top ten, I, I still definitely see him as. All right, so I had Noah. What you had him at seven? Yeah, and you had I him at six. six. So let me go into my seventh pick here. Um, it's someone that we've already mentioned. Someone I usually mention pretty early. So uh, <laughs> going along with uh, something I believe I did last week, uh, I just have another thing to say. Perhaps I treated you too harshly. Perhaps I've treated treated you too harshly, Vin. Um, you've actually escaped the basement. You are now uh, my seventh rank on here. Um, and you might ask me why. Um, why? <laughs> well, 
I mean, not, I'm not going to hype Vin up too much. It was more some teams doing worse that someone had to be moved up. But there were also some uh, some positive notes on your team. First of all, not to say that it's an immediate bump, but Le'Veon is coming back. But he's on the Jets, so we'll see what that means. <laughs> and Adam Gase is his coach. Yeah, uh, that's a problem for anyone. Um, I, I feel like there's a lot more opportunity on Vin's team now. Um I mean, he's got the two wrong Cincinnati wide receivers, but at least one of them is trending up uh, in T. Mm -hmm. Higgins. So hopefully that means something in the future. Jerry Judy uh, looks like he's doing pretty well with with Sutton out. Uh, Maybe he'll be that that top wide receiver uh, as the offense continues to trust him a bit more. Um. I think he had that like really nice catch uh, over uh, Pierre Desir's head in the Jets game. Uh, if he keeps stunting on people like that, I think he's got a better future than we first thought. Um, and his pickup in Miles Gaskin uh, is working for him somewhat. Uh, I wouldn't the say a bad can. game against. Yeah, yeah, the gas can's full. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say you know. Uh, Subpar game against the Seahawks is anything bad on his further outlook. Uh, But he looks like he's going to be consistently uh, used in that Dolphins uh, offense. So that's good there. Um, I believe we had a a trade in the league. We did last Uh, week. Yeah. What was the, uh, what was it? Edelman, AJ AJ Green, Green and T.Y. Hilton. And, uh, AJ Green, Ty, so AJ Green, uh, <laughs> Vin received as well as right. Edelman, Edelman for yeah. Ty Hilton and Evan Ingram, I believe it was. Uh, so I guess I would call that a pretty low profile trade. No, no huge players. Um, yeah, I'd say from the looks of it, it seems like Vin at the moment is, has the better deal of that with Edelman. You know, yeah, being an upgrade I think so well. at all of his wide receivers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we'll we'll see how things go once Cam comes back. Um, I mean, I, I I know Cam only didn't play in the fourth week, and Edelman didn't have a great game before that. But mm. uh, you know, that that first bad game could have likely been a fluke, and you know, <laughs> for week four, he had either Brian Horror or ja- Jared Stidham at any point in the game, so. You can't fault him for having a bad game with that. Um, I would say other than Edelman, the other three players involved in that trade were kind of non-factors. So I do think Vin was the beneficiary. Um, Yeah, just small improvements from last week and big negatives for other teams brought Vin up like three spots for me. So So that's my reasoning. I'll talk on Vin here, too, because I didn't before. But I do think Vin's team is on the up and up. Right now, I still have him at 10th. But a few things to touch on, right? I do think that trade, except for Edelman, from Vin. So from Vin's point of view, I think he got one washed player and one, like, okay player. I I think I'm about ready to call it quits on AJ Green's entire fantasy career. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, same here. But Edelman, I think it's a good part of that deal. He's got James Conner working. Uh, Will Fuller is Will Fuller. You know, uh, I'm liking the additions of Dal- you know the the rare positions that you don't get here, right? So tight end, I'm liking the pickup of Dalton Schultz. He's looking like an absolute stud at tight end. He's got great showings, yeah. And I'll talk I'll talk about the real stud right here. Vin, you know, with a tremendous pickup, dra- you know, picking up one of my former, you know, guy that looks like one of my former science professors at Stony Brook, Rodrigo <laughs> Blankenship. <laughs> he looks like me. Who's been an absolute stud at kicker and, you know, all Colts fans everywhere are rooting for this man to get offensive rookie of the year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do it, man, do it. <laughs> so, you know, he's picking up potentially an MVP candidate. You know, he's got the leg right there. But one thing I do want to non-jokingly talk about is yeah. Vin's prophetic, um, I guess, prophecy from last year. This man, he said, Justin Jackson is going to be a thing. He oh. said, mark my words, Justin that Jackson is, right. is going to be a starting running back. He said, mark my words, Justin Jackson will be the breakout player. And now Vin was off a year. <laughs> and Justin Jackson's still not the starter. But at the same time, he's got a chance. <laughs> and Justin Jackson potentially could be a breakout player. Vin, I'm giving you all the credit in the world for that. Seeing it a year early, and I know you don't watch the podcast, so uh, whatever. <laughs> you know, you're not going to see this, but you get all my compliments, man. I, you know, sources came in handy for that one. Yeah, you know, Colts defense and special teams. I was, I was talking about the defense. <laughs> I always forget the special teams, but we've got uh, Rodrigo Blankenship there. Um, yeah, as, as far as Justin Jackson, uh, the debate was between Eckler. <laughs> And Justin Jackson, and where are they now? Yeah, one is Eckler's, on IR, Eckler's probably and laying the other in a bed is backing somewhere. up a six-string rookie. Or is, <laughs> what, I don't no. even know what uh, Joshua Kelly got drafted. I think I'd rather take the injured hamstring than the uh, <laughs> <laughs> backing up the six. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, aside from all the jabs, you're number seven, Ben. Congratulations. <laughs> Right. Very I, uh, who's your number six? I think I no, I did not mention my number six. Um, right, my number six was Noah, so we already okay, yeah we mentioned spoke about him. him. So my number bet? six is actually Steve, uh, and mm. I think this is part of me not looking at the teams before I did the ranking. But <laughs> <laughs> you gotta Steve, do that. <laughs> if Steve's team stayed like this, he would be number six. My problem is I don't think it will. The Titans are looking like I was saying earlier, they're looking like the like bad guys of the league. You know, they're basically like the The bad uh, boys. Yeah, but like a really crappy villain. You know, like uh kind of just like the guy that leaves litter on the street. Like I saw I saw someone I thought, you, I thought you're talking like Jesse Eisenberg Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah, or like Jesse Eisenberg Lex <laughs> Luthor. You know, I saw someone today like drinking a Frappuccino and then it was half full, and they decided to put it on the ground and then walk away in the middle of the street. And the Titans, for me, are like that. They're that person. They were probably coming back for it later. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Titans, I don't know. They're, they're like, when they're playing, right, he's got 
Jonu Smith and Derrick Henry, who I love as players, but when are they playing? I think that's the question. <laughs> and as long as they're healthy, I like this team and I like his wide receiver depth. He needs more running backs. You know, uh, Steve, I'm willing to trade you 50 cents on the dollar for any of my depth. Um, and that's me, you know, my players will be worth the dollar. Yours will be worth 50 cents. Uh, so, you know, feel free to hit me up at any time. But other than that, your team is sixth. Yeah, you know, I think this is just going along with the uh, continuing trend of Steve getting screwed over by Derrick Henry. <laughs> um, I'm just waiting for the Titans to be expelled from the league uh, <laughs> for all this COVID stuff. So, yeah. I mean, we might be looking at the first team. Uh, team in history to have like five to six buys. <laughs> so, hey, we might see it first. We have time to be alive. But now, so we talked about, did we talk about your number six? E- yeah, that was Noah. Okay, so my number five then is, this is where like five to seven, honestly, I have a hard time ranking. And Yeah, I... Yeah, usually I just go with my last week's rankings and use like positive <laughs> moves and negative moves to kind of shift them around, but they're just always in uh, a state of movement for me. Yeah, and number five, uh, this person actually ranked up from number nine to number five. I don't know how. I don't oh. think his team's changed much, uh, but that's Rob. And ah, and I just want to mention now I have Rob at five as well. Ah, but very he, nice. But he didn't, I, move, he didn't move quite as much for me. Yeah, I think, you know, part of it is, you know, the respect, putting respect on Jawbreak and Joe's name. <laughs> and I've loved Joe Mixon since, you know, before he was a thing, right? Uh, actually, maybe not that far back. But I made one of the worst trades in the history of the Stony Brook uh, University Invitational for Joe Mixon. And I will fight for that man. Uh, and I don't what think... What was the trade? Do you remember? Yeah, it was Joe Mixon. Uh, he ended up, like, number 30 running back, and I traded away Mark Ingram, who was number three on the year, and Larry Fitzgerald, who was number, like, 14 on the year. Um, not a good trade. My, yeah. my team did not do well. Uh, so, you know, still a little bit salty about that. But Joe Mixon destroyed my team. He's, you know, he said, you know, Jordan, you should have never traded for me. Because, uh, you know, I don't respect your team. So, (laughs) Joe Mixon, (laughs) you know, straight savage. And it looks like Antonio Gibson is uh, starting to hopefully run away with this job and become the workhorse. Gibby! (laughs) And if that's the... I don't know if anyone here has watched iCarly. Uh, oh, yeah, Gibby? Yeah, yeah, okay. I didn't want to seem like a freak. That took me a second <laughs> to get, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Antonio Gibson's looking like he's going to be decent. A.J. Brown, if he ever hits the field, is going to be great. So I don't have any qualms, you know, ranking this team number five. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, just specifically something about Mixon. I asked uh, a question last week. Uh, I don't usually pose many questions to uh, teams and or players uh, who are unlikely to get back to me. But uh, I asked the question, is Joe Mixon good? I think he actually heard me uh, (laughs) because he had an insane bounce back game. Uh, 
And I think previously there were concerns Gio Bernard would actually have a somewhat substantial role in pass catching. Uh, that wasn't the case this past week. He had zero catches, and Mixon had six for 30 yards and a touchdown. So yeah. I think any, and, I think a lot of doubts about him are gone now, uh, or at least hidden away from the monster of a week he had. Plain sight. Yeah. 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 Um, and last year I talked down Joe Mixon, but secretly behind closed doors, I was trying to make a move for him. And Rob, a shrewd, shrewd trader. I offered him uh, Melvin Gordon and somebody else for Joe Mixon, and this man, as his counteroff, oh, decided no. to offer me, you know, keep Melvin Gordon, and uh, I think it was Melvin Gordon straight up for Joe Mixon, and he said, you know what, Jordan, I'll do you one better. I'll take Melvin Gordon off your hands, but I'll take him off your hands for Malcolm Brown and somebody else that I'm about to drop anyway, and I don't even remember <laughs> who that player is. So, you know, good on you, Rob. Very, very shrewd decisions you're making. Astute. And, uh, yeah, you're number five. Yeah. Um, just one more last thing. Uh, with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, you know, he puts up, you know, reliably good points. I don't know if um, if I would consider them to be first-rounder points. Uh, but as I mentioned previously, I, I believe now four – of the first round picks are injured. <laughs> uh, how long was Michael Thomas out? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. I, I wouldn't consider, consider that a substantial injury, but uh, the first two picks, McCaffrey and Saquon, oh, I think it was yeah. Saquon first, uh, out for, I would say, somewhat considerable amount of time, at least in McCaffrey's yeah. case. Rip City. Uh, and Chubb. Similarly, so I don't know. Yeah. Everyone hide your first round picks because they uh, killing everyone out here. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's a it's a sad story, you know, but we need to move on anyway. So yes. number four <laughs> is uh, for me. It's going to be Bella, and Bella's team staying strong didn't move at all from last week's rankings, and. Uh, I, I still have the same take on her team. I mean, I don't know if I really like Daryl Henderson anymore. That seems like it's a weird committee. But I do yeah. love Dalvin Cook, Cooper Cup, Aaron Rodgers, Keenan like Keenan Allen is just ridiculous. Like he's getting, you know, as many touches as my first round well, second round running back. Uh you know, he's getting about forty touches per game. And George Kittle, Allen Robinson, like that's a stupid starting lineup, uh, maybe minus Daryl Henderson. Then, you know, she's got Raheem Mustard in the uh, IR, and even on the IR, that man is a must-start. So, and I didn't even see this. She has Kenny Galladay on her bench. Yeah, this team is yeah. pretty pretty good. Yeah, I actually have Bella at three. Um, I might have bumped her up. I feel like I had her at four last week. Yeah, I think you uh, did. Yeah, I did. So the fact that Galladay is going to be coming back. Um, oh, he's been back, I think. Did he come back already? Yeah, he put Because uh, I oh, put him in another week. Right. He's played back-to-back weeks, actually. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> Galladay's back. <laughs> um, and don't forget, Kittle... 
just came back as well this past week. Yeah, um, he came back with a... Uh, loudly. Yeah, <laughs> he came back with a loud uh, answer. Yeah, uh, I mean, she, you know, like you were saying, she does have uh, some concerns for her running back spot, uh, at least for her choice at running back two. Uh, there's not much reliable options there. Um, but considering the positive changes to her team recently, I just bumped her up a spot, uh, which moves Sabrina to fourth for me. Uh, do you have, where do you have Sabrina? Jordan? Yeah, we have them switched. I have Sabrina at number three. Yeah. But just um, to quickly touch on, uh, to wrap up with Bella's team. So it looks like Raheem Mustard is very close to coming back too. So that'll be right. a, a big boost too when she gets him back. I mean, I think he's going to have a lot more competition now from um, McKinnon. from Jarek McKinnon. So he's not going to be, I don't think, playing like he was week one. But he's still going to be uh, somewhat of value. Yeah. Uh, now, as far as Sabrina, I think her starters are amazing. And I would mm-hmm. not want to go up against them on a week where she has no buys. But that's where the problem comes. I think... From what I can tell, her only really valuable depth piece looks to be Marvin Jones. Uh, uh, I mean, to me, the the depth is uh, Hunter Henry, and that's all I see. Oh, um, yeah, I was going to say Marvin Jones before Kenny Galladay came back. Maybe. Yeah, because Marvin uh, Jones, I'm about ready to retire his fantasy career as well. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like I have him in uh, in the league that you're in with my cousin, where we start four wide receivers every week, and I mm-hmm. I just dropped them to the waivers. So yeah, that's about where he belongs. Yeah. Um. Basically, in the next coming weeks, Sabrina. Uh, well, she doesn't have Aaron Jones this week, uh, which is already taking a hit. Well, Lindsey's back. So, he could still put up good numbers for her. But next week, she's not going to have Alvin Kamara or Tyler Lockett. And I think that might be a breaking point for her depth concerns. Um, so, she might do fine this week, but I have a little a little concern moving forward. Yeah, I could agree with that. Once we start to get into buys, even more buys... I do think uh, her team is going to drop for me. And right now, I think this week she's going to even feel it a little bit, you know, with Aaron Jones out. Luckily, she still has you know, the stupidity that's Alvin Kamara. Uh, and then like, the rest, you know, the rest of our starting team is still good, minus Philip Lindsay. And I personally don't trust Devin Singletary, uh, especially now that Zach Moss, I believe, is back. But right, yeah. other than that, like... I mean, Tyler Higby is kind of hit or miss, but when he's hit, you know, it's usually against me, and he'll put up 30 points. Uh, and then Tyler Lockett, I mean, as Russell Wilson throwing him the ball. I think the starting lineup, like, once they're all, you know, uh, firing, it's one of the deadliest starting lineups in our league. I, I do think the depth is concerning, and now that we get into buys, I do see Sabrina's team probably dropping. All right. And now we're at the uh, the point in the power rankings everyone's been waiting for. Yeah, everybody's um, favorite part. 
where we get to <laughs> salute our two favorite teams. <laughs> yeah, you'll notice me and Jordan were so humble that we haven't said a word about either of our teams. So yeah. you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, but the time is now. <laughs> <laughs> time is nigh. We wanted to, you know, save the... We, we basically wanted to save, you know, us, you know, uh, bragging about our teams until the very last. So, you know, we did it for you guys, the fans. Yeah, you guys can wait for your ranking and then tune out, Vin. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I I have myself at two still. And so do I. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm still dealing with some injury issues. Um, I mean, luckily I, I have pretty decent depth, in my opinion, to deal mm-hmm. with that. Um your team's just better. Yeah, <laughs> that's really. I, I don't like, think anything much has changed. Uh, but. The, the number two ranking for me, honestly, isn't about like your team being bad or anything. Like I think your team is really good. Uh, what like it's going to be kind of silly once Devonte Adams and Chris Godwin come back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be losing Mike Davis, hopefully at least. Um, so it'll go back to you know Dak Prescott, Zeke. Um, who's your number two running back? Chris Carson, Chris Carson, Tyler Boyd. You'll probably put in your flex. Then Devonte Adams and Chris Godwin's. Chris I, I Godwin. Like De- I, I think it will be matchup based. I like Deontay. Yeah, he gets a pretty good, oh, yeah, you know, and a, Deont- a surprisingly good share from Juju. But yeah, and Deontay Johnson, uh, with Big Ben throwing the ball, yeah, it's pretty good. And David Montgomery starting to make his name well known. Yeah, but, I I was not happy watching him do so well. <laughs> last night we're filming this on a friday um but i'm happy for the future <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I think your team is really good and like that that starting lineup's going to be good uh you got like you know um you got some big hits in free agency and in uh the later parts of the draft that i think were very well done like deontay johnson and the pickup of mike davis who baby davis has been killing it <laughs> big baby davis yeah and you got baby gronk on your bench robert tanyan baby gronk. is that what they're calling him <laughs> or no not baby gronk uh baby kittle because baby him kittle. and kittle are like best friends oh wow you know then i'm i didn't even know that when i picked him up but hopefully some of that uh kittleness will rub off on him yeah i mean he's been playing like a beast i don't know if i trust it but yeah, I, you yeah. know, being on Green Bay, I feel like they never provide, you know, great, reliable numbers to their tight ends. Yeah. So, we'll see then what again, happens. No, you know, nobody expected Kittle to uh, be amazing, right? He was a fifth-round draft pick. So, yeah, maybe we'll see another Kittle coming out. Right. I mean, I spent three bucks on the guy. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care what happens. Yeah, that, that's true. I mean, you wouldn't be upset if you get another Kittle, though. Because then, no, like, no, that that's just, you know, that would be amazing. I've been in another league, so I would really like that. Yeah. Uh, but in that other league, I have George Kittle, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, you know, we can talk about, so I actually have a, this is probably my biggest shift in my rankings. I actually <laughs> uh, don't have a number one. I marked myself as number zero. You ascended to godhood, and <laughs> I've chosen to um, put my put myself in a different rankings where I'm number zero in our rankings, but number ten somewhere else. Um, where that else is, I don't know. Maybe it's in the cloud. 
but Jordan <laughs> <laughs> and my team is about to all get injured and I'm going to end up in dead last so thank you very much this was fun <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you smoked before your ranking but <laughs> <laughs> apparently Jordan is the king among peasants right now <laughs> uh, yeah I mean yeah, nothing... wait for it to bite me I usually, you know, don't get cocky. I'm usually pretty humble, but uh, you know, I'll I'll let myself boast a little bit, and then watch, you know, five of my players tear their ACLs and my team be awful. So, yeah, you know, looking looking forward to this week, or really uh, before <laughs> last week's games, I was thinking, all right, Jordan's got a really good team, but Philip Lindsay's coming back. That's got to hurt Melvin Gordon in some way. You know, his running back core is going to take a bit of a hit. And then Chubb uh, <laughs> turned Kareem Hunt into uh, an elite superstar. I mean, he was already talented, but now with the the opportunity there, uh, I guess the uh, the rich just got richer, King Jordan. Yeah, and, you know, I'll take zero credit for this because I have been getting pretty lucky. Like, John, you know, Mar- Marlon Mack tearing his ACL and Nick Chubb uh, being injured for uh, six weeks. Um, yeah. Rykel Armstead, Rykel Armstead getting COVID and uh, yeah. Ornette getting traded away. You know, I'm starting to think you actually had control over some of this. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not going to talk about it. You know, I have a little bit of, you know, I have sources, right? Um, <laughs> but I do think part of the equation is like the James Robinson thing. I actually think was just shrewd on my part because. Uh, like this was after you know Ryquell got COVID and after he got uh, Leonard Fournette got traded and one of the biggest reasons that the Jaguars and like reporters were saying he got traded was because this guy James Robinson uh, mm-hmm. and I saw him on our free agency so I was like all right like why not you know I'll take a shot he's potentially got the you know chops to be like the starter I didn't think he would be you know number uh, like sixth rank right now. I'd, think he's outperforming everybody's expectations but uh yeah like uh i think a lot of a lot of luck (laughs) came into this but i do think right now as long as things uh you know my team stays healthy like my team looks pretty pretty solid um like you know like once christian mccaffrey comes back in my mind this is four running backs and then when Julio comes back, hopefully, that's like, as long as Nick Chubb's out, that's a starting lineup of Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey, Kareem Hunt, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones. I mean, I, I guess Hayden Hurst. Um, then <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, James Robinson, or Terry McLaurin for my pick at Flex. Yikes. Yeah. I got Greg the leg. So... <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I think Sabrina should be a little worried being a Kamara owner. You do have Latavius Murray on your roster. Yeah, hopefully so nothing Usually, Usually, if, if you have a player that a good running back competes with, that good running back might not be competing much longer. Uh, I don't know what that means. Yeah, me neither. Okay, so that's <laughs> the rankings. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe you were the one smoking something because I have no clue what that <laughs> meant. But yeah, Latavius Murray is a great handcuff. And kind of what I'm hoping for is I doubt it's going to happen. But uh, 
if you remember that year that I traded Mark Ingram, he was on the Saints. And uh, Kamara and Ingram, I think, were both top three running backs. So I'd love to see that happen. Um, you know, Latavius yeah. Murray, just you know, take my word into you know thought and be a top yeah, three running back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I believe this brings us into our. Uh, let's go into our transactions. The best transaction of the week. Yeah, so I'll have you uh, start it up. What are you? Yeah. What are you thinking? I think that's code for I forgot to figure out my best transaction. No, I have mine. Oh wait, but so you you came in prepared with a transaction, but you didn't come in prepared with power rankings. No, what do you think <laughs> I was doing while I was uh, just talking about my power rankings? Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I have my. Uh, top transaction as actually my own Robert Tanyan. Um, as I mentioned before, I got him for a crisp three dollars, <laughs> uh, and he's been putting up some pretty great numbers now. So, if it continues, then that was a good three dollars spent. If it doesn't continue, it's three dollars. Um, yeah, I feel like yeah, that's that's good enough for it to be my favorite. I I like that one. Uh, you know, the, like, speculative ad. I don't think there were, like, huge additions, but I do have three names that I want to talk about. So my actual pick of the week would be, uh, I I think I just got to do it for the, you know, the prophecy. And that's Justin Jackson. Uh, For $5, you know, not a lot of money being spent this week, right? The biggest ones were uh, Steven Goskowski for $6. Uh, That's weird. And then, <laughs> <laughs> um, then Justin Jackson and Dearness Johnson both for $5. So no big spenders this week. Right. Um, but Justin Jackson would be my favorite out of the week, just in case, like, Joshua Kelly's been coughing up that ball. And, you know, Vin, you know, he's been preaching it. And I just want to see it happen. I want to see Justin Jackson take over this field. But the ones that I do want to kind of just hit on, you know, my personal – kind of like funny favorite ad of the week is uh, where is Rodrigo, Rodrigo Blankenship, <laughs> the stud. <laughs> Vin, the man, the myth, the know, legend. Vin picks up Justin Jackson, and then he goes out and outdoes himself, if that's even a word, and <laughs> outduns himself and, <laughs> and picks up Rodrigo, the absolute <laughs> champ. Uh, but one that I actually want to seriously note on is Dalton Schultz, I think, is a great ad, also by Vin. Vin's making a lot of moves here. and I think Was that, that made this week? Yeah, that was uh, October 7th, yesterday. Or, no, oh. two days ago. I'm lost. I must have missed that one. Yeah, so I I think that's a great pickup, and that will be probably my number two ad on the uh, my favorite. That's probably my actual favorite, but I got to just do it for the prophecy and say Justin Jackson. All right, uh, so I guess we'll get into the matchups real quick. Um, yeah. Just to make a quick recap, I don't know if you have your uh, your choices from last week available currently, but uh, I was uh, three for five in my matchups. I predicted my own win over Somad, um, Sabrina beating Steve, and Bella beating Umberto. Uh, my... I would say only upset. Yeah, I would, yeah. My only upset would have been Vin versus Noah, uh, which did not happen. Uh, and surprisingly, I feel like 
this could have been my lock for the week, you versus Rob. That was unexpected. Yeah. And I don't remember uh, what my picks were. I do know that I had myself, so, you know, got that one wrong. And I had I had a condition on the Sabrina-Steve game. My condition was uh, if the Titans don't play, then I choose Sabrina. But if the Titans do play, then I choose Steve. Titans didn't play, so Sabrina would have been my pick, and she ended up winning. And then I had you, um, which won, and then I don't remember the other games who I had. But Noah stealing that victory from Vin and, you know, the roommate rival goes down to Noah this time. Mm -hmm. And then Bella absolutely destroying Umberto. And the RA rival goes to, you know, Bella kind of very decidedly. I'll be the back end researcher today. I got your picks right here if you want them. Okay, yeah, you can read them out to me. Are those the conditional ones? Uh... No, I had Umberto listed, but yes, he did take Sabrina in the sense uh, that they did not play. So um, you took Noah, Brad, Steve, Sabrina, and yourself. Um, Noah, Brad, Steve. What was the Umberto Bella one? Hold on. Okay. So where did it fall off? Um, I don't know. After I said something, I didn't hear you guys, so I broke the podcast, and I will go back to being quiet. Uh, okay. So, Brad, if you want to bring us back to somewhere. Yeah, uh, I think we've covered our, uh, our predictions from last week, so now let's quickly go into our matchups for this week. Um, yeah, let's do it. So, starting off with me versus Noah, uh, I have, I have myself. We have the little co-host versus co-host battle. I'm liking it. Exactly. Yeah, and, and I just want—I just want to mention. Uh, I don't know if yours, you know, I don't know if your situation's the same, but my predictions are based on pre-Thursday night predictions. Yeah. So I'll be honest with you. I don't have predictions, but I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll do them with the clause of not taking in Thursday's considerations. <laughs> so I know I'm your favorite co-host, the best one. I do all my research beforehand. Uh, oh yeah, and that's why this game I'm choosing Brett, and you know hey. the co-host rivalry. I'm just gonna go true to my rankings on this one and take the Brad Brad victory. Yeah, contrary to what we're saying, uh, Noah actually thinks he's gonna beat me. Uh about that <laughs> they'll give us something to talk about in uh, in our next podcast but i don't know about i, I don't that. think it's i don't think it's gonna be a blowout by any means but i think i i'm confident i have the win yeah i i would agree with you i mean i don't trust any of my predictions or any of the projections based on espn <laughs> but just based on you know how i think this is gonna play out i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna stick with you yeah. Um, now we'll head into your matchup against Somadia. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Noah both believe that you will win that matchup. Yeah, I'm also taking myself. Uh, it doesn't give me strong confidence in Simonia's team when Leonard Fournette is started. And uh, But I said I'll, I wouldn't take in Thursday games, right? 
Um, right, but I, th- I think even before even the before game that, started, I would say, yeah, exactly. <laughs> even before that, I would say Leonard Fournette starting doesn't give me a lot of hope. Yeah. Um, so so far, all of the hosts have predicted themselves winners. As usual, we're very humble. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a <laughs> uh, ranked zero in my power rankings, so I think I'm the most humble. That's the equivalent of like S tier yeah. Jordan. I was, that's, that's I not was humble. so humble. I was so humble that I wouldn't even rank myself. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, much you, appreciated. You get, you're all welcome. All right, let's get into uh, Steve versus Vin. Uh, I feel like um, uh, I was gonna try to predict an upset, but I don't know. Yeah, if I think any, it's going to be either the favorite winning now. would be an upset. Yeah. Uh, uh, going along with the shifting of my power rankings, I have Vin winning this matchup. Yeah, I uh, have Steve higher in my power rankings, but I actually agree with you. This was going to be my, you know, completely decided on right now, uh, <clears throat> you know, up, upset of the week. Um, But I don't think it's going to be an upset. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think Vin is probably going to end up being the favorite this week, and I think he takes it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're, like, next to each other in my power rankings, so I wouldn't consider either way being an upset. Yeah. But And ESPN's projection has them right, like, around the same. It's a slight upset, I guess, because uh, Vin's is 107.7, and then Steve's is 108.4. Yeah, but... I wouldn't go with that. <laughs> projections. Yeah. Uh, and Noah also has Vin winning that matchup. Oh, man, we need different picks. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, so for the fourth matchup, Sabrina versus Bella, one thing we will not be seeing this year is the Belly Bowl. If anyone is confused and doesn't know what the Belly Bowl is, it's a combination of Bella and Gabby's names, and it's when they go head-to-head. Wait, uh, how do you get that out of Bella and Gabby's names? Bella, it's really just Gabby. Bella's name, and then you add a Y to it. <laughs> okay, Belly Bowl sounds fun, okay? <laughs> Therefore, it's the Belly Bowl. Alright, I'm fine with that. Um, but, I don't even know why I mentioned it, because it's... Because uh, <laughs> it's Bella versus Sabrina, uh, but the, the again, bowl. the Babrina bowl <laughs> <laughs> or the the cellar roll, cellar bowl. I like the first one better. <laughs> uh, but I think this is a similar situation to Vin versus Steve, except they're highly ranked. Uh, they're very mm-hmm. close to each other, often interchanging week by week. Uh, so. This is one that I actually came into the podcast not having an answer to. Um, I looked and I looked and I looked and I just couldn't figure out who could win this matchup. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I came into this podcast not even knowing that this was a matchup. But now that I look <laughs> at it, <laughs> I, I agree with you. And uh, I'm actually, my decision is this going to be another contingent one. Because oh, uh, if Bella decides that she wants to play a quarterback and a kicker, I'm going to choose <laughs> Bella. <laughs> but if she decides to to be very bold and not play a quarterback or a kicker this week, 
I'm going to take Sabrina. So, <laughs> as, it, <laughs> as it currently stands, I'm taking Sabrina. But uh, once Bella hopefully puts a quarterback and a kicker in, she'll be my pick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Sabrina might... I think Bella might have the edge. I think the biggest deciding factor here is having to plug in uh, Daryl Henderson, mm-hmm. not being able to play... Um, Wait, am I looking at the right team? Oh, never mind. I'm looking at... <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at Bella's team. I'm very unprepared. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, yeah. I think yeah, you're... I, you're talking I think, about Bella's team. Yeah, no. I think Bella will have the edge since Sabrina is having to plug in someone from her bench. Not play Aaron Jones. Right. As as I mentioned before, I don't have really any confidence in her bench players, so I think that might be <laughs> a big enough hit to... Uh, to give Bella the edge there again, yeah. so long as she starts a. Oh no, she has a QB in. Oh right, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah so as long as, she, as long as she plugs them in. Uh, yeah, I think I think Bella's got this. And uh, what's our uh, you know guest host today? I guess. Uh, no, what's <laughs> Uh, he's got Bella winning. All right, so we're all once again on the same page. Yeah, but now what may be. The most fun matchup to talk about. Uh, who knows what could happen? It's uh, Rob versus Umberto. Yeah, and these are you know two teams that have been. Uh, I think they're both two and two. Yeah, they are, um, and both kind of happening the same way, right? Like they'll put up kind of duds, and then you know uh, two weeks they'll just go absolutely ham. And it seems like we've been having a lot of that this year. But I was just on the back end of, uh, you know, Rob's utter destruction. <laughs> yeah. And that's where I'm going to go this week. I'm going to choose Rob over Umberto. And for me, it really just comes down to those running back matchups. I don't like James yeah. White. That's what I was going to say, yeah. I don't know if I trust Josh Kelly yet. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I think Rob clearly outmatches Umberto with the running backs. I think Umberto has better wide receiver options, but I don't think Mm -hmm. it's a big enough gap to really fill the other gap left by the running backs. So, uh, I don't know. I for some reason I feel like this matchup could uh, could be a little more interesting than we're guessing right now, but yeah. For now, I I've want got... to make this my upset of the week, but I, yeah. I just can't. <laughs> yeah, and the, I, I just I, have the smallest feeling, but I, I have yeah. to go with Rob. Yeah, I'm gonna go with it, but I wouldn't be shocked if Umberto pulls off the W. Right. So, um, I think that's about everything. Hopefully, um, uh, we did... pick. What? What? No, what? Choose. Oh, that's correct. Noah has. Well, all right. Uh, Noah actually made the bold move of uh, predicting the upset here with Umberto. Oh, there he goes. So we're a little yeah, bit so, different when it comes to that one. So he's he's a little more ballsy than us, but like I said, I have the smallest feeling it will be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I could unexpected. I could agree with that. Um, yeah. I all right. I think uh, yeah. we so. I mean, this is definitely a lot less structured. Noah normally has the structure. You know, he provides right. the organization to this podcast. But 
we do uh, we did forget to run through our power rankings just for our last run, and we forgot to touch on the standings. So if you want to just do that, and then we'll uh, think we're we covered everything. Yeah, you know, I think a, a sum a sum of the uh, a summary of our power <laughs> rankings at the end is a good way to uh, to wrap it up. Yeah, uh, I think a, a good summary is uh, Brad and I are the most humble in this league. <laughs> And really just, you know, spare you of our lectures about how great our teams are by putting us, you know, last in terms of the order, but first <laughs> in terms of the ranking. Yeah, just just to go along with that, um, we will always be more humble than you guys. Always. <laughs> we are the most humble people on the face yeah. of this earth. Honestly, like, I don't know anybody else <laughs> more humble. Brad, we both put ourselves top two. And then we chose ourselves to win. Like, come on, man. <laughs> excellent, excellent hosts. Excellent hosts. <laughs> but if you want right. to just run it down real quick. Uh, so I yeah. have 10 Vin, 9 Timonia, 8 Umberto, 7 Noah, 6 Steve, 5 Rob, 4 Bella, 3 Sabrina, 2 Brad, and myself. At Yeah. I've got Umberto at 10. I've got Somad at 9. Uh, I got Steve at eight, Vin at seven. You can give me the 20 bucks later. Uh, Noah at six, Rob at five, Sabrina at four, Bella at three, myself at two, and Jordan, our, uh, Lord and Savior, apparently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, might, yeah I got a recommendation Not zero, last week. One. Yeah, mine's at zero. Um, <laughs> but I got the recommendation last week, and I might change my team name to my Jordan Savior. <laughs> No, I would, never, yeah, yeah. I would never do that. You got it. Because <laughs> then I would tear my ACL or get dropped from my team. I mean, um, do you really need both your ACLs? Uh, I guess not. I mean, I would like to have them, but I don't really do anything active. So, um, well, I guess I work out every day for six days. But other than that, I'm usually just like standing in a lab, and I doubt I need my ACLs for that. You heard it here every day for six days. you know i i really am my you know my jordan savior right like i choose to rest on that seventh day oh god that's terrible i'm going to hell um (laughs) yeah let's move on from the blasphemy and uh yeah uh okay so just to wrap up the standings right so um right now we have vin coming in at 10th uh but i think it's really close right so Vin is number 10 overall and fifth in the Smitelli division with one and three. And so is uh, Simonia's in fourth, one and three, a little bit more points for. But then all of a sudden, a Brady fan is also one and three, but more points than both of them uh, with uh, 435 points. And then Drake It Till You Make It is number two in the Smitelli division. And Brad, the only, the last man standing, <laughs> he should change his team name. Uh, and the only undefeated team at the top of the Smitelli division. And then in the Mayrose division, we have a bunch of two and two teams. It's super close. Uh, Anything can happen. Randy, clean your room. Nobody gets that reference, Rob. Is <laughs> yeah, two right, and so, two. So, so this this is our best guess. I, I think it's a Toy Story reference um, where his mom tells him, Andy, clean your room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to best guess. Route. Rob, feel free to just nod and say, yep, that, that's what I was going for. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going with a different route. This is definitely where Rob was going. <laughs> and it's from the, the, the 1991 children's music album of Clean Your Room and other songs for kids. <laughs> by, Who's by, it by? By Randy Luxton. So Randy ra- is sing- singing to Clean Your Room. 1991, great hit, has 200 views on YouTube. I think that's the one Rob is going for. You know what? I think it's clearly a, Ran- a Randy Luxton reference. <laughs> uh, I-, I don't know how it went past me, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so then, other uh, two and two players in that division, the Mayrose division, are Umberto, Bella, and Sabrina all vying for that top spot and only one game back. And I am number one with three and one, but it's still super close. Um, and at anybody's game to win, right? We still have a lot of weeks. Definitely, definitely. You know, it's going to keep it interesting. I always like to have uh, uh, shakeups even, you know, much later in the season. So hopefully it continues to be close. Uh, yeah. and, and you guys fight it out and let me stay at the top. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be against it being close as long as, you know, Brad and I are in first and then you get, yeah, like you guys can fight it out. You know, we're very you know, humble. I think, so, you know, let us stay at the top. I, I think that's more than fair, Jordan. I agree. Yeah. And that's why we're the best hosts on TV or whatever this is on. Okay. <laughs> so um <laughs> I, I think after all this humbleness uh yeah. my right arm is getting a little tired so uh i'd say we uh <laughs> we call it here <laughs> yeah i think my pride is actually taking a hit of how humble i'm being uh so i think my self-esteem dropped a little bit so i think i also need to call it all right yeah <laughs> I think that was perfect timing. I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna remove all this in the editing you guys are <laughs> no <laughs> Uh, now that Noah is here, uh, let's all give a, uh, a goodbye and a good luck for week five. Uh, I hope everyone's teams play to their expectations and, uh, yeah, obviously except for Noah's, um, <laughs> but yeah, let's, uh, yeah. let's have a good week. Yeah, That's goodbye. the most casual, uh, good, good, uh, goodbye. I play to your expectations. Don't play anything above them. Never. Yeah, goodbye. No. At the bar low, so you're never disappointed. Have a good week. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody, and please vote for me to be back. Please, my please, please, my life is depending on this. Um, yeah, we will kill him. <laughs> Bye. Bye.